0: Hey, welcome to Brace Country.
1: Welcome to the Braves Country Podcast. Jacob Bryant is here. He is North Georgia's future country music superstar and a big-time Atlanta Braves fan, as we all know from episode 25 when Jacob first visited us here in the Braves Radio Network studios. And now he's back because he's got a brand-new record called Barstool Preacher. This past Friday, Jacob Bryant made his Grand Ole Opry debut. Incredible. And this is Jacob Bryant's very first appearance anywhere since that historic night at the Opry, so we are glad to welcome Jacob. Jacob Bryant, home to Braves Country. (laughs) Thank you all for having me.
0: This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar. Best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994. Located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's.
2: This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning.
3: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: We are glad to welcome Jacob Bryant home to Braves Country. (laughs) Thank you all for having
0: me. Buddy, I got to tell you, it's just unbelievable, and I wish if I'd have thought ahead, I would have wore my barstool preacher T-shirt that I got at the concert when we went down there yeah, down at, the, at, at your album release party yeah, yeah. down in Buckhead, and and I went over there and and your merch guy was running it so good. And I was like, well, let me. I got to buy one of them from you, man. You got the thing set up so nice. You and should have th-
4: just told us I'd give you one. Well,
0: I know, but you know what? I want to go. Out, I want to support the artists. Oh, I want su- that, to. That's 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 what I do, man. I love country music, and I love the artists that that hone their craft in places like that, and and then go on to. Play on the Grand Ole Opry and go on on big huge tours, which I see in your future uh sooner rather than later. So man, I just <laughs> I just uh, I, it's the it was a cool t-shirt and it was twenty five dollars and I was like, count me in, I'm in. <laughs> hey man, hey everybody got twenty five bucks. That's a, you, exactly right, man. <laughs> Grand Ole Opry. I just I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that, and I know you do too. You, yeah. you as you said, you were just uh, still buzzing about it as yeah, you came I, in I've, uh when you fly delta you know you
5: they tell you when your descend's about to happen and I've, i think my descend barely started this morning and that's I'm right. you know three or four days out of it now but it, it uh when they say your knees will be cackling and shaking and whatever it, that's an understatement when you walk into that room at least if you're a country music fan and you grew up kind of idolizing people like keith whitley and george jones and yeah. travis tritt and uh you know, just a lot of those those heroes, you know, and then you walk backstage and it's everything and more than you thought it was, and you get treated like you're, you know...
4: Royalty. Yes. Country I, music I, royalty.
5: Uh it, And then some. I mean, it, it was just insane. I mean, Miss Diana backstage, Mr. Jim, the, the security guy backstage, I mean, they presented me with my, you know, reserved parking thing and, like, everything for my bus. And, you know, she let us use Garth and Trisha's dressing room. Oh, my it, gosh. It, it was just it was just insane and um i don't know man i I, there's too many stories i guess to get through during this podcast but all i can say is god is good man and he put me in a in a very weird and awkward place to make me figure it out and realize that he's got me and and uh he kind of gave me a pat on the back there a little bit
0: no kidding and a legend in country music and in bluegrass and Mm -hmm. at the grand Ole opry he uh he texted you, you guys had lunch, but uh, you had asked him to do something real special and real important before you did this opera show. Mm-hmm. Tell us who it was and what did you ask him to do? Yeah, um, so I had lunch with uh, Ricky Skaggs, like you Fucking said. Ricky Skaggs.
4: <laughs> <Good> Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Highway yeah. Florida
0: Blues. I had lunch with Ricky Skaggs. Yeah, it's no big <laughs> deal. You know, we're, we we hang out at the opera occasionally. You know, yeah. it's just once in a while. We're not best friends or anything. We just hang out occasionally.
5: Yeah, no, it ain't nothing like that. I I uh, I was a little starstruck, but... um. Uh, but no, it. We had lunch, and and to believe it or not, by the time that lunch was over, I literally looked at him like my uncle Ricky or something. You know, that, there's nothing about that man that has any kind of boastfulness or or uh, you know, he's not trying to be anything other than who he really is, and he and he loves God, and he knew exactly what I needed to hear at the time. I actually have a. Recording that I didn't even know was happening there there was a guy that's one of Ricky's good friends that has toured with him a lot, and whatever he was recording Ricky talking to me about stuff wow. about my mom passing and wow, whatever, and he was kind of prophesying to me a little bit and i'd been going through some stuff and working on i wouldn't call it necessarily full-blown sobriety but trying to slow down everything yeah. i've been doing in my life and i kind of went a little bit uh out of my mind there for a second realizing that this is ricky skagg sitting here praying sure. over me you know and whatever but to answer your question so after that lunch happened um i was having a little bit of a moment before i went on stage like anybody would get oh nervous my or whatever gosh, yes. and I, I told scott my my guy that was there helping me, and I, I was like, man, I was like, I'm going to text Ricky and see if he'll pray over me before I go. I love that, man. I love and, that. Uh,
0: just that vulnerability, that mm, that real vulnerability that we all have, that's such a human instinct.
5: Yeah, yeah. So I did, and, and he did, and he did it for about 20 minutes, you know, and it, and it was great because it was not, you know, what I expected. It wasn't him preaching to me about hellfire and brimstone. It was him just saying, you know, God puts you here for a reason. You're here, and you just got to get out of his way, get the hell out of his way. hmm and let him do what he's supposed to do, yeah. you know. And and I did, you know. I, I I went out there and I did exactly what he told me to do, and and ended up with a standing O that night. Brought so.
0: down the house, and <laughs> and because of that standing o- ovation, they they had you sign mm-hmm. a, uh, a basically a plate that's going to be on the wall permanently at the grand Ole opry
5: well in the paper i don't know exactly what's going to happen but it just said uh you know thank you so much for your time here at the opry and whatnot and there was two sheets of paper and one of them was like basically write how you felt about it and whatever and i was like best night of my life wow is all i know how to say give miss diana a raise because she's an angel the the lady that (laughs) kind of helped us out and uh then on the other one it was basically like sign your name kind of big and the the reason why was because they want to transfer it to a tile i guess for permanent display somewhere at the opry I, I don't know exactly where yet but that that's just what the paper told me so
0: well, i mean i'd I take them at their word you know they seem to uh <laughs> have it all down pat down there and 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 we've had and and scott will tell you we've had mark wills on the show mm-hmm. before and and mark is real special to you and he's mm-hmm. actually who introduced you there at the opry um Along with Ricky, was Ricky up there too? Or no, no, it was just, no, it was just it was Will's that introduced you on stage. Mark and Kelly. Yeah, yeah there we go. And uh, I know their relationship with you means a whole lot too.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mark, Mark and I met a long time ago um, through a guy named Jason Jenkins who was doing sound for me and running in ear monitors and stuff for Mark. And anyway, long story short, just kind of friends of friends, and then we became friends through playing a couple of shows together. We we did the thing up in Canton for uh, Frank Reynolds when he was. Running for sheriff and sure. and all that stuff and and uh, you know Mark's kind of just been a little a little bit of a mentor I say a little bit a lot a bit of a mentor throughout it all and he, he had told me that you know no matter if I'm a member by then or not you know it'd be really cool to introduce you and he held up to his word and he how about so, that
0: that's amazing we're talking yeah. to uh, Jacob Bryant coming off his grand old Opry debut and he's even
1: brought a guitar in maybe we'll get a song in here yeah in and I heard that the after party was cool too at the Music City Bar uh, and that folks drove in to see you from texas and florida and how was that to have all the fans kind of show up at the opry to support you like that
5: yeah there was wisconsin I, there was somebody told me they flew in from canada wow and i was like what but yeah it, it was crazy I, I and i really don't know how everybody found out where i was going but somebody leaked it <laughs> but <laughs> i i just told a couple family and friends because of the covid restrictions not a lot of family got to see me at the opry and we all kind of wanted to celebrate and hug, hug each other's neck and whatever but ended up showing up at music city bar and family and friends was there and, and that's and, great and, and all and everybody so it, it was about a two-hour ordeal uh shaking hands and and taking pictures and stuff but i wouldn't i wouldn't change it for the world and i got to see a lot of people i had not seen in a long time and meet some new fans and actually uh i really don't even know what her name is but i have this lady in my phone is lady on the plane
1: <laughs> and, and, and then
5: in parentheses it says mama because she reminded me of my mom oh wow and um the day I decided to start working on my drinking and kind of get myself in check, she was working on that stuff and uh, with me on the plane, and she actually showed up there. Wow. You know? so, Dude, that's so incredible.
0: It was pre- it was pretty cool. You're talking about a God wink. You know, yeah, yeah, a little bit. That's yeah, what it seemed yeah, like to bit. me. And your,
1: and your new record, Barstool Preacher, has over two million streams in the first three weeks since it was released. To combine that with the Opry appearance, and you're flying high, you know, mm-hmm. speaking of the lady on the plane, I mean, you're... You're really doing well. I, I wonder, did you play uh, songs from the new record on the Opry? I, saw, I guess. Or? Yeah,
5: yeah. I mean, I, I did. Heartbeat was uh-huh. the first one I did, which is kind of the single we've been pushing. That's a little bit out of my norm, you know, to do kind of a belly rub and sexy kind of roses and champagne type song, you know, yeah. or whatever. But yeah, I did that one, and then the second one I did on there was not um, off the record, but it was a little bit of a throw it up to my mom uh, for the song I wrote for her called Sometimes I Pray. Okay, um, nice. and that's the one that got the standing oath I'm course, sure. But <laughs> Did you?
0: And, and I'm sure you shared the story behind it. And and no, you re- didn't. No,
5: I I just said uh, we're two or more gathering. It, it, that is church, and this one's for my mama.
1: No, oh, hey, well nice. look, so, there you it, go. It tells the story right there. It, yeah.
5: And uh, and I'm saying that one, but but yeah.
1: So, you're just out of the Grand Ole Opry right here to the Braves Radio Network studios. You brought the guitar. You haven't played it or sung since that moment. No. Do you think you would uh, grace us with a song right yeah, now? And, yes, and let's yeah. hear maybe one of the ones you, you did on the Opry yeah, if you I'll, want to.
5: Yeah, I'll do uh We'll do it just like we did it on there. I'll do Heartbeat first. All right. We'll That's so can, cool. Man, we are so honored.
1: This thing. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. We are so honored that you would come here first, man, and, and come on home to Georgia and, and tell folks about your Opry experience and it's great to have you man thank you for coming well, thank y'all for having me we'll Jacob see. Bryant <laughs> on the Atlanta Braves radio network
5: yeah it is kind of weird last time I touched this thing I was standing in the circle that's, that's, that's pretty crazy
0: that, that is album. crazy
5: but uh yeah it's a song called Heartbeat that uh, that I wrote about my wife and uh,
0: who's the sweetheart I was fortunate enough to meet her at that show at the album release show and Britney. what an absolute doll you outkicked your coverage Big time! I'm telling you, bud. Big
5: time! Yeah, big time! Yeah, she's a uh, she's a saving grace, man. She's she's the reason I'm working on myself, and uh, God's the reason I'm working on myself. But she's a big reason that I'm continuing. To yeah, she so.
0: she's and, the advocate.
5: Yeah, I mean I, she she stuck with me for six years through it all, you know. So it's um, anyway. This was for her. It's called heartbeat.
4: Tell you what I'm feeling. Let me tell you what I'm needing, girl. It's such a simple plan. Don't no need no wine, no roses. Just in case you haven't noticed, I just wanna be your man. So baby, close the shades and. Let's forget the day Lay right here and stay Kiss the world away I just wanna make love Fall asleep and wake up Listening to your heartbeat Let the fire burn Let your hair fall let a single touch say it all Maybe let's walk through that door I know the perfect way to show you Just how much I love you There ain't nothing I want more So baby, close the shades and Let's forget the day and right here and stay and kiss the world away I just wanna make love fall asleep and wake up listening to your heart beat let that clock just keep on spinning girl this is just the beginning Take my hand, let me lead the way Baby, close the shades and Let's forget the day Lay right here and stay Kiss the world away I just wanna make love Fall asleep and wake up Listening to your heartbeat Listening to your heartbeat. Buddy.
1: Yeah, man. If that
0: don't light your fire, your wood's wet.
1: <laughs>
0: Goodness gracious
1: that's a great song right there that's a if you're on the date that's one you save for that right moment right there (laughs) thank you man. well that'll do it for you i wrote that
0: one with uh, my
5: buddy wyatt mccubbin and carson chamberlain carson wrote a lot of stuff for alan jackson like uh, between the devil and me oh my gosh W dot yeah all the stuff like why 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 for Billy Carrington yeah, Easton Corbin stuff. It, it, he's a great writer. Oh so. my
0: gosh, I love every one of those artists. <laughs> yeah. all, all of them are so tremendous. And uh, yeah. to uh, to write with a guy like that, I'm sure is is cool for you too, right? Just having oh, yeah. that that guy with that kind of success.
5: Yeah, but Wyatt and Carson and I wrote like nine out of the thirteen tracks on the wow. last record. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's super super cool. And now uh, Scott, I know you've worked with. A few grand old Opry artists over the years. Do you have any yeah. good Opry stories from your time working with like Porter Wagner or Marty
1: Stewart or even Shooter Jennings? Looking back, I mean, I love new stories like Jacob Bryant's story. It's developing and I love that the most. But the biggest one was Porter Wagner's 50th anniversary show where Dolly Parton, I was a part of helping. Oh that my husband, And Dolly came and uh, saying I will always love you, son. To him. He wow. sat on stage and did that. That was the biggest That's bringing movie. down the house there. <laughs> and then I, I think my proudest yeah. moment though was uh, when uh, you know Porter invited, at my urging, he invited the Blind Boys of Alabama to come on the Grand Ole Opry and nice. Uh, and then after he passed, uh, the Opry still honored that invite and and they came and played the Ryman as kind of a memorial moment for wow. Porter, and that was pretty huge. But the the one that I would want to share with you guys for Jacob and you don't really need to hear the story because you could probably come up with this yourself but it's a good uh reiteration to hear from uh you know the older Opry stars about how to handle all this stuff and I was standing with little Jimmy Dickens on the side of the stage which is a good guy for me to stand with because uh we (laughs) kind of we see eye to eye and uh (laughs) literally and physically and uh I asked him you know do you have any advice for a young man like me and he said yes I do don't ever let this go to your head it's just a job and it ain't no different than any other job, and that's all he said to me. And I—he's a wise st- man, he, and it stuck with me. And uh, and I know you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the thing is that even though you're soaring and you feel that Opry magic, mm-hmm. you got to remember. And I know you do. You, you know you get home, you're you're back. You're at still work. putting your britches on the same way you did before right. you went. That's yeah. right. And if yeah. you let it go to your head, it'll mess it all up. So you just got to stay humble and and stay, uh, you know, keep with, the, stay on the path with God. Walk yeah. with God and just keep it, keep humble. And I know love,
5: you already do that. So. I, I love it, man. I, I, that's that's so cool. he said that. So.
1: Yeah,
0: no, I I think it's tremendous in your in your story, and maybe we'll get to some of that too because I know we've covered some of it before. But uh, you said something earlier that uh, you're like, I grew up in a trailer and then played on the Opry. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> there, you know, John Rich tells a similar story. You know, he's yeah. like, I grew up a trailer in Texas and mm-hmm. and. I think it's such a common denominator with country music just coming from humble beginnings and a humble background. But that, to me, that's what writes the stories. I mean, it it pours out to a piece of paper from your pen, but it's those stories that made you who you are. Yeah, huge fan of John, by the way. I mean, how can you not be, right? If if he's listening. uh,
5: I doubt it, but if he is, huge fan. But, yeah, I mean, coming from nothing to something that i think is the american dream you know i mean of, you, tor- of course it did, is you're right you you're right. Um, when chipper jones was born we didn't know he was going to be chipper That's jones exactly right. you know you know and, and when i was born i didn't know i was going to be jacob bryant the guy on the opera you know you're just born to do something that you love and you wake up every day and you be passionate about it and you walk down that road every single day no matter what you know hurdle you may have to jump over or, you know tree you might have to cut down or door you might have to kick open or whatever so it, it's a uh, I don't know, man. It, it It's very surreal for sure, and, and, and like, it, you're right. I mean, I lived in a single-wide trailer less than a year and a half ago. I mean, I was riding around in a million-dollar tour bus touring with Cody Johnson even when I was still living in a trailer and working, mm-hmm. doing plumbing work and construction work back home in Jasper, and yeah, I've just been grinding ever since. And, you know, like Scott said, man, I, I think God has a path for us, and no matter if we're perfect or not, as long as we'll just get out of his way, I, th- I think sometimes it's it's... You know, it's just leaving it up to him and and moving, getting out of the way and making sure we put in the work.
0: That's exactly right. Praying just to uh, live in his will. You mentioned Cody Johnson because he's, his, his career is really blowing up right now and doing really, really well. And I mean, it always has, but like commercially too, you know, he's getting a lot of commercial airplay all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And I saw him a couple years ago. I want to say it was at city winery, but I could be wrong. So don't quote me on that, but regardless, and, and we went up on the bus and we're just kind of shooting the breeze and hanging out and having a cold one. And there's a guy standing back there with him and i was like man that dude looks so familiar i know i should know who that is and uh then it dawns on me i was like that's trent wilman mm-hmm. and that's trent producer, it's yeah. exactly right yeah. and trent had some when i was uh, working in chattanooga at us 101 uh trent's album had come out and and he was uh doing a song called on again tonight which was i thought incredible i think it did pretty well commercially and mm-hmm. uh Home Sweet Holiday Inn was another one that he had had and now <laughs> producing. And, uh, yeah, no, right, it's we, a great title.
1: Yeah, we can relate to that. Yeah, Kim no kidding, Jake.
0: just being on the road for sure. But uh, but just incredible artists. And and it seems like you all surround yourself with other incredible artist because I mean it's good for chemistry and when you're writing and life experiences and then like I said it pours out on the paper and and another good artist around you can probably stimulate that a little bit
5: yeah I mean I I can't say anything bad about the man who is Cody Johnson and I don't look at him as Cody Johnson the artist I mean he and I've been playing shows since we were playing over here at Electric Cowboy yeah it's all together you know
0: which they tore down
5: yeah yeah so I mean it, it was uh it was not something that it was not something that grew to where, like, I knew him and then he became Cody Johnson. Right. It was, he's just Cody. You yeah. Know? And, right. and, uh, and he stayed that way for a long time. And I think he will for a long time. And that's why he's selling out the Houston Rodeo and, no and, and doing the things that he's doing and, and whatever. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Cody, Cody, one is a godly man. Two, he's a family man. He loves his children, loves his wife. Um, I've seen that on the road when they're not there, you mm-hmm. know, and that ain't me covering for him either. No, I yeah. mean, it's oh, true. I it. He talks about missing them, and, you know, we've had conversations about that. So it, it's um, it's just really cool to have some people that are, you know, one, humble, and two, also, you know, in, in a similar mindset, like you say, to surround yourself with.
1: Well, the other thing is it's like little Jimmy <clears throat> Dickens said, it's uh, it's just a job like any other. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, anybody who has a job can relate to uh, the fact that you want a good crew. You know, if you're out there yeah. working construction, you want a good crew around you. So I think it's I think musicians tend to uh, hang out with other musicians who create a good working environment for them. I mean, that's a positive feedback vibe for you mm-hmm. to go out with another guy who's got his head on straight and is, right. is also just there to work, mm-hmm. you know, in a way. And uh, who are some of the other folks that you've been mixing it up with that you that you plan on touring with or that you like recording with that we should know about?
5: Yeah, uh, well, of course luke i mean i worked early with luke i mean i hope to get out there with him a little bit and uh, brantley uh, another georgia boy i'm talking a little bit with some of his camp about maybe doing some shows with him and then my my buddy josh phillips who wrote a lot of songs on brantley's last record and stuff he's actually been a little bit of my mentor through this nice this whole getting on the god thing and trying to work on the sobriety thing and whatever but There's just a bunch of them, man. Really, I'm I'm, I'm actually touring with a guy named Hayden Kaufman this year. Younger, younger guy that he actually is like telling me that I'm an inspiration and whatever. So it's it's kind of weird because I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm just Jake. Come on, get on the bus. Let's go. Yeah, man. Like. But that's cool that I'm having the same effect that some of these guys have had on me, and and you know maybe that is God doing His work.
0: Oh, I think so, so. and and that's a it's a pretty good illustration of what country music is and has always been, and the Opry's a you know it's probably the pinnacle of it. But every generation, I mean, look, we we played, and and Scott brought it up right before you played down in uh, the album release party in Buckhead. Who's going to fill their shoes? I mean, that's what that whole song is about, right? The next generation and the next generation and keeping country music live and special, which it always will be. What's the first single from Barstool Preacher that you're releasing to radio? This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today. 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar. Best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994. Located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's.
2: First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
3: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
0: Single from Barstool Preacher that you're releasing to radio. Um,
5: it's kind of funny. So we kind of sort of went ahead and released Heartbeat, the, mm-hmm. one, I, the one I played. Yeah. But we hired on kind of go. let me back up just a second so we signed with 30 Tigers mm-hmm. which is where Luke Holmes started when he put out Hurricane which of course became to be yeah. this huge thing and he went to Sony and whatever well Sony Orchard is who 30 Tigers technically works with to do all the distribution and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, behind the scenes <clears throat> and the record's doing so good right now that we don't really know yet. Yeah. There's some radio people that got involved, Pam Newman, who pushed mm-hmm. Luke's record in Hurricane, uh, a guy named J.R. Hughes, and and we're also looking at J.R. Schumann and a, cup, a couple of other people, and, and of, of course, Sirius XM kind of nowadays like to get a highway fine spot or yeah. you know it's something like that would be the deciding factor. So we're trying to a little bit play the game a little bit, but um, if we were going to pick two if it were up to me, it would be Can't Take an Angel to Hell. But, you know, for radio, heartbeat or the bottom probably.
1: But, um, oh, the, the bottom, raise them up. I, I saw yeah. the video yeah. uh, on, on your website. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah that,
5: that's time. one of those. The only thing that, that's a little weird about that one is, is I didn't realize it because I never played on it in the studio. I just sang on it. That song is literally like one chord the entire song. Really? Yeah. You, you ever listen to it and yeah, notice that? Straight,
1: it's pretty straight ahead, yeah. Raising
5: up, start at yeah.
4: bottom, yeah. On. I That's, mean, it's the same, just... I love hope,
5: it. Yeah. But, Simplicity, so, baby, that wins the day. I guess, but, but, uh, but yeah, so I got to thinking about it, I was like, man, I'll never be able to play that in a radio interview because I'm going to play one chord the entire time and try to sing over it and, like, impress people, so... I don't know. I, I think "Heartbeat" can't take an angel to hell. There, there's a couple other ones. I, I think there's a song on there called "Things That Hurt." That's going to be a really big song, and not really many people know it yet. But that's. A, I think that's going to be a really big song.
1: Well, they're all pretty damn good. You got an, you're, you're an album. <laughs> or, you. You're an album-oriented artist, and that's the yeah. tough oh, yeah. thing. Is when you start going to radio, listeners can hear right there the thought process and mm-hmm. the team of workers that comes around to to kind of make sure that it happens. And, and choosing a single is really hard and and tug you i guess you just kind of get it on the other side where they the single shows up and you decide or not
0: yeah most often yeah for sure when yeah i mean i literally just hit play most of the time and and say hey this is who it is and you know and and try to give a a little bit of a backstory on a song that i know you know when Mm -hmm. when like an artist like you would tell me or 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 something that the the label told me hey they wrote this with so and so or they were at the crystal one night and you know, sitting <laughs> sitting down after a show eating Crystal Burgers
5: well, or Waffle Houses. Well, 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 I'm going to put you on the spot. What's your favorite, Scott?
1: I really like that uh, Bottoms Up. You, you like know, that one? Yeah, I like that, that one because here's my thing. Uh, if we're going to have an A&R meeting right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's right. It does feel radio. I mean, it yeah. really does, yeah. Well, my thing is uh, I want you to come out strong with who you are mm-hmm. maybe first, and you've got that country rock thing covered. And, um, yeah. And then, you know, but then I know people want you to have that soft, romantic song. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you come out with a song first that's really not like the rest of your repertoire, mm-hmm. uh, you get pigeonholed as that, and then people just, you know, are confused. Right, so right. I'd love where you to come out with a statement song that says, this is who I am, mm-hmm. and then you can follow up with the songs that show some different parts of it. Well, yeah, that, that
5: one also talks about the little man, you know, that's what the story's about. And I, I wrote that with Carson Chamberlain. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, what's your favorite off the record?
0: God. Gosh, man, Heartbeat is a hit. It, and that's so. <laughs> Dallas but, told me that the other day. But see, so. but that's the thing. Yeah. Like, she, her and I, because we have the same ear, yeah. right? She's been doing it for probably 30 years, and I've been doing it for 20 years. And when I hear songs that I know it's a hit, I can't help but gravitate toward it. Mm. So I'm like, yeah. because I know as soon as you hit play on that a few times, she's going to be like, hey, will you play that? What's that? Have you ever heard of? You yeah. know, when people call, mm-hmm. it's always the. It, they never know exactly because it, it's, it's not established yet. But they know they like it, and usually I can hear that. So immediately I gravitate toward the single, which is not always what an artist likes to hear. But no, you know what I, mean, I mean, no, that is what I like to hear because I wrote both of those. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah so that's great. But, but I you can't
5: think, lose either one. I'm just, I'm just glad you didn't pick two I didn't write. Yeah, I
0: know. So, yeah. <laughs> well, but, but the th- I, the pro- the thing is, I think a lot of times uh, I. And I won't bring up which arv- artist it was, but I remember telling them about the first time I'd heard the actual single. They didn't care that that I thought that that should have been the single. Like they were like, "Well, what about the other tracks on there?" I'm like, "Man, they're all great." I just as soon as I heard that, I knew it was the single, and I knew it was going to be a hit. And it turned out to be. And they just seemed a little unimpressed. So I, I, I oftentimes try to avoid saying, "Hey, my favorite's the single," because yeah. you know it seems like such a canned answer, but. Oftentimes it's true.
5: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, if it were up to me, it'd be Can't Take an Angel to Hell, but it, that's also because lyrically it is so true to something I was going through, you know, And it, which Heartbeat is too. I, I definitely think that, that one heartbeat could be a really big song. It, totally. It, it, it just has to, radio, totally. radio has to get behind it, and I mean, I know that's my radio team's job to make, and they that, will. To make that happen. Yeah. But, 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 yeah, I mean, th- the goal to answer your question in the, you know, 10 minutes we've been talking about it heartbeat was going to be the first the bottom was going to be the second yeah how about
1: that That well, makes sense to me it, so we, it makes we, we kind of got me. it right we kind of got it right and i guess the between thing,
0: the two of us we well, can do this for a living
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think the other thing is to follow up strong right away so if you have that romantic song come out first and then you come back and kick them in the pants with a with that rocker then people will know that you got the rock side you just can't let your team uh, say well that was it one single you're out you know you gotta no. make sure there's a, a right and a left and yeah. I think you got that covered yeah. and, and do you think you might play another song for us maybe yeah. one of those songs that could be the single or the one that you like that should be the single or I can try I mean, I, <laughs> I think there I, might be a third single so I, I think you might go three to four on this thing <laughs> you can go deep I, yeah you might I, go uh, deep on this record I
5: have uh, I've got several on there I mean like Can't Say No to You was a cool one you know which we released a while back but um,
1: what was the one you were saying uh, that you wished had been the first song that you put out uh, that you, you think?
5: Well, no, it's just one that I lean toward. Uh, but realistically, hold on. I changed my mind. Hold Uh-oh, on. No, it's in stream, baby. Let's hey, go. I changed my mind. Hold on.
1: Uh oh. What's going on?
5: The song's called Buzzards. All right. Put me on the spot and watch me work. Hold on.
4: The high noon sun, shadows on the ground. It feels like I ought to be in some old out west town. And they're circling overhead, and it's all starting to make sense. Why you can't look me in the eye and tell me where you've been. I see buzzers like they know something I don't. Girl, they're giving you away, saying everything you want. If they're waiting around for us to die, there won't be nothing left. Cause when love is gone, it's gone. And yeah, man, these damn birds are gonna starve to death.
5: complete opposite songs back back.
4: (laughs) so good though it's
0: so rich romantic
1: and
4: tough (laughs) they must know you and hell you must know them you've told them that you're leaving and they just smell it on the wind now they're blocking out the sun but girl you know that i ain't blind I could see a goodbye coming, but I appreciate the warning sign. I see buzzards like they know something I don't. Yeah, girl, they're giving you away, saying everything you want. If they're waiting around for us to die, there won't be nothing left. Cause when love is gone, it's gone. And, yeah, man, these damn birds are gonna starve to death. Mm -hmm. So pack them up with you when you ditch this one-horse town. Yeah, we both know it's over or they'd be long gone by now. Yeah, I see buzzards Like they know something I don't Yeah, they're giving you away Saying everything you want If they're waiting round for us to die There won't be nothing left Cause when love is gone, it's gone And yeah, man, these damn birds Are gonna starve to death
0: Song's called Buzzards yeah. from Barstool Preacher Jacob Bryant. You can find him on the web at jacobbryantmusic.com. That is cut number nine from the album Barstool Preacher. Goodness gracious. Great song, it is such great, a great, great song, Jacob. Song. Great song. Yeah, it totally is. Thank now, you wrote that one too?
5: Nah, Wyatt wrote that one, the one that I've been writing with Wyatt and Carson. Yeah. He wrote that by himself and he played it at a songwriter's retreat uh, nice. at my manager's house. And it was probably four in the morning. We yeah. were. We were probably drunk yeah it seems uh, like seems and, likely and uh and he played that man I, it was just my favorite song that he'd ever played me for some reason I, and i don't know if it was a, something that kind of released me from my like first divorce or whatever it was i say first divorce i've only been through one but yeah my divorce and and like there was just something about it that just like reminded me of i was sitting in a deer stand one time sitting there thinking about what was going on and uh you know it it really reminded me like i was watching these black crows fly over me or whatever and he, he sang a song called buzzards and it put me right back in that deer yeah. stand or whatever and i just had to cut it man. that's
0: what music does though yeah it takes yeah. you back to a place in time whether it's you know like for me anytime i hear a george Strait song it reminds me of my daddy i lost about uh three years ago now and man i could be driving down the road and and just hear george Strait. here it comes man and ain't no stopping it mm-hmm. ain't no stopping it and um that's I, I think that's the beauty of music. I think that's uh, you know what people are 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 drawn to is just yeah. that honesty and that that relatability. Yeah. But uh, we me and Scott came and saw you as we talked about a little bit with that you know album release party you did in Atlanta. When are you playing here in town again?
5: I'm actually let's see Scott. I'm in uh, Chattanooga Uh-oh. Wednesday, which would be the closest one to here, and then Dalton on. Oh, Friday. that's my hometown. Now yep. you're talking uh, Crescent City in Dalton. Oh yeah, the little uh, the little uh, brewery, right? May- maybe Crescent yeah. City Crescent uh, City are, Tavern
0: or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, is, uh, is that the where they do the brewery too? Isn't that right? Sure, we, we normally play. I think play, they got beer there.
5: Yeah, but they better. Well, they have like this courtyard outside that'll hold you know seven hundred thousand yeah. people, but. We didn't know how the weather would be with it kind of going from cold to hot or whatever, yeah, no so kidding. we're actually going to do kind of a stripped back acoustic oh, nice. full band thing indoors. But That's cool. It's going to be a little bit like if you can imagine Eddie's Attic in the mountains, you know, it'll be yeah. kind of like that.
1: Yeah, that's real cool. cool. And I know the Barstool Preacher Tour is shaping up, and, and mm-hmm. I was looking ahead at some of your other dates. I'm really excited that you're playing Joe's on Weed in Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a great place. To it is. You it played is. there before? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
5: We've, we've done uh, Rosemont and Weed, yeah.
1: It's a great
0: spot. I yeah. need to get me a Joe's on Weed hat or a shirt or something. Yeah, well, I'll well, bring you one. Yeah,
1: okay. that's the greatest name, bro. The great thing Joe's about uh, yeah. the great thing about Joe's on Weed in Chicago is I never that uh, let's see, what's the name of that? Oh, Ed Warm, the fellow yep. who books the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also books the big barbecue country festival yep. there in Chicago. Oh, and, nice. Uh, so once you get going at Joe's on Weed, you might wind then up you, at the big Windy City. Get, I think it's called, called the
5: windy's. Windy City Smokeout
1: or there something like that. Yeah, I'm thinking. Imagine that, right? With Joe's on Weed. Out or smoke no, out. It's a or smokeout. No, <laughs> it's a smokeout because it's a barbecue thing as well yeah, as a country yeah. music thing. And I think I know somebody named Tug Gowart who would love that thing. We need to go out well, there Yeah, I know yeah, I would. Absolutely. Y'all just
0: get on the bus when come we go. On, and come, come on. Come on, dude. I would love to do that. Um, I mean,
1: barbecue and country music? That's I, your
0: I thing. I can't yeah? think of anything I love more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a few things that I love more. My wife and my son, Jesus, and barbecue and yeah. and uh, uh, country music. I'm
5: definitely going to eat barbecue Yeah, you
1: might have to reorder the. Yeah, you know what I mean, though. You know what I mean.
0: Last week I went to a an event that Jason Aldean did. He did a stripped down acoustic show in Athens yeah. for Burt Jones who's running for Lieutenant Governor here in the state of Georgia, family friends, and it was just a like you yeah. described it, it was just a stripped down uh, set and he played 12 songs and it was really good. I actually That's, I actually saw that cuz my sound oh, yeah? guy, my sound guy was helping with production. Oh, there. was he? Yeah,
5: Carl Halbron, yeah.
0: Was he is he the mixer guy? Is he running the I, mixer?
5: Well, I would imagine Jason's guy actually okay. ran the sound, but but Carl was there assisting, yeah. That's Cool. He sent me. He sent me some stuff. He probably shouldn't have, but I got. I got to see a little <laughs> bit of that. So. That's cool. That yeah, was pretty cool because I'm a huge fan of Jason. Yeah,
0: well, I, me too. I, and you know what's funny? I remember interviewing Jason for the very first time when Hicktown was a hit. And oh, we, wow. yeah, what, I mean a, it was a, what a massive. Oh my monster. gosh, yeah. 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 We did it at uh, the Tivoli Theater in Chattanooga, and I was working at US 101 at the time. And uh, but uh, anyway, back to his show here. Uh, Kirby Smart was there, which was kind of cool because Kirby and. Uh, Bert jones played football together at georgia mm-hmm. obviously kirby just won the national championship Jason, big georgia fan big Braves fan so he was like it's been a long time since i've been to a college bar but i see you're playing the nra convention in houston mm-hmm. uh on the 28th of may and uh i know you're a strong supporter of the nra and the second amendment which is important they actually we've played a
5: couple of events with the nra people at least a she's kind of the the lady over there you know and I was blessed enough to be handed a plaque and i'm a lifetime nice. member and all this stuff that's like incredible that because of uh you know the things i've kind of done and and hooked them up with and they've hooked us up back so it, it was kind of not necessarily anybody hooking anybody up we were just supporting each other yeah, you know and, right and whatever but yeah that's i mean I, i'm uh i'm a firm believer in in keeping religion and politics out of my music but at the same time i'm also a firm believer in standing for what you believe in too so i mean i'm always as you saw, I <laughs> yeah, I had to put something up when yeah. I walked in there because I didn't want to shoot myself in the foot while I was playing music. But, but, uh, but, but, yeah, I mean, the, the NRA is huge to me, and, and and doing anything to do with anything to do with uh, what I grew up in—racing, baseball, football, hunting, fishing, fishing yeah. like yeah. all of it. Any, anything I can do to support a country lifestyle is something that I that I support. You know, yeah. And
1: you know, I don't know if the Second Amendment is really political or religious, of course, but it's not really political. It's just uh, the Second Amendment. It's just standing yeah. up for your rights, really. Yeah,
5: yeah I mean, I, I just feel like it's been politicized. Oh, it totally has. And, yeah. and and I and I just try to stay out of the way of that crap because, like, <laughs> I'm really bad at getting arguments on social media, so I've, I've had to stop. I
0: don't <laughs> yeah. blame, you. Yeah. I don't blame I, you. I don't. I don't do any politics on social media ever.
5: Well, <laughs> I, I, it's just for I that ca- same reason. I care too much, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I have my beliefs, and other people have theirs. And I and I had to learn that you know their beliefs may not be something that I believe in. What I believe in may not be theirs and, and whatever, but uh, everybody needs to believe in God is all I care about. Here, here.
1: <laughs> well, let's hey, talk man. about something we can all agree on, and that's Atlanta Braves baseball. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what do you think, Jacob Bryan, about the Braves' chances of going back-to-back in the World Series this year? What do you think?
0: <sighs> well, let's hope we get a season first.
5: Well, a- a- t- You're on the right track, because that's what I was about to say. Um, so I was talking with A.J. Mentor on uh, – He's a good boy. He's Texas a Texas boy. He's such a good dude. He's an Aggie. Such, loves a, such some, a good dude.
0: Loves country music.
5: He does. Loves he does. some Alan Jackson. Well, like, even before I had any success, you know, I'd shoot him a message and be like, let's go, boy, come on, you know, like when they're playing games, and he would reply. And I was like, dude, that's super cool. You yeah. Know? Right. And then, like, as I'm having success or whatever, we kind of stayed in touch back and forth or whatever. But uh, I was asking him, I was like, y'all even going to get to play? And he's like, we really don't know yet, you know? And, yeah. I'm hopeful. It's it's, it's kind of sad, really, because at the end of the day, like a lot of this stuff is um, is really not necessarily for the majors. It's trying to help the boys down and the ladder, you know. Yeah. And and I think they deserve it, honestly. So I'm on their side on this one. Yeah.
0: No, I can, I can see it, man. I, I totally understand. I know a couple kids in the minor leagues right now, and one of my son's teammates, his brother, is in the minor leagues with the Cardinals. And, uh, I mean, they don't have a report date yet. They knew they had a target date, and then they were going to go down. And then – that got changed, obviously, but uh, he lives at home with mom and daddy in the off season because, um, unfortunately, yeah. you know when you play the minor leagues, man, you are scraping by. Oh yeah, it's it's almost like being in the navy. When I was in the navy, man, you you just barely scraping by, you Thank know. Thank you for your service. Yeah, well, it's my honor, man. I wouldn't have had it any other way. That's the, uh, one of those things, you know, when you said you had that moment at the Grand Ole Opry where you just couldn't believe this was happening and it's just that hair on the back of your neck stands up and it's just that moment in time that you'll never forget. When I joined the Navy, I was the first, I wasn't the oldest grandson, but I was the first grandson your first grandchild to join the military and my grandfather who was in world war ii at the battle of iwo jima he was a army medic stationed on the uss hope a navy ship his ship was hit by kamikaze pilots i mean they lived it they lived it mm. when i told him that i joined the navy he was like i'm proud of you son you know and he just pulled me and gave me a hug and it was just that moment yep. that'll live forever and i still like literally head to toe cold chills right now just just repeating it so that's, it's that's cool man. oh my gosh there's just nothing that i will cherish there's not a conversation he's long gone but i know where he is and i know i'll see him again one day there's nothing more um important to me than that conversation nothing that's yeah. more important to me yeah i mean first time like i saw my dad or my grandpa cry because i don't
5: cry really you know it's same there's Uh, those
0: moments in time yeah i I can't talk about
5: them i know i can see it it, (laughs) i can see it it's uh it'll tear you up my my nanny called me and and my my papa randy that's actually my step grandpa he don't say i love you he don't he don't cry. He was just my fishing buddy growing up, yeah. you know, or whatever. And she said, I just happened to look over like this. And she said "There's just water running out of his face when we were listening to you on WSM radio. and That's crazy. It's, uh, I didn't get to see it. I just heard he did it. And that, that means a lot. So what is your guys? I know y'all are running the show, but I, I have a question because I'm, yeah. I'm not as in tune with all this. This is the Braves Radio podcast. So I, so I want to know, like, are we going to have a season? Is there a spring so. training? Is is there is there hope in the future? Like, what, I think
0: so. Yeah, everything I've heard here in the office, anyway, as we sit, you know, literally, you know, 500 yards from mm-hmm. uh, Truist Park and the right field gate at Dickey Broadcasting Company, um, everything that I've been told so far is look, they're, they're still a ways off, but they will get their abbreviated spring training. Season should start on time. That's the last and most recent thing I've heard, which is. Uh, it is encouraging, if nothing else.
1: Well, guys, spring training is way too long as it is, and uh, and and I think that the players and everybody need to have a shorter spring training uh, from the get-go, first of all, and that might be something they're negotiating. I'm not sure. but um, I would agree with that. I mean, I do love spring training and all, but uh, I think they're reporting a little early, and they need a little bit longer break in between seasons.
5: I mean, they're, they're, they're playing you know i tour for a living you know and and i'm only doing you know 140 dates a year and these guys are doing you know 162 162 plus plus spring training plus travel dates plus everything else like even if it's an off day for them they're still traveling Mm -hmm. you know so these guys are literally killing themselves on the road you know so I, i would totally agree with the whole making spring training a little little shorter.
1: And another thing that I think's going on here, you know, how we talked about how much thought and uh, planning and strategy goes into even releasing a radio single. Mm -hmm. I think there's, you know, it seems like uh, MLB and the Players Association, they could have maybe worked this out in prior years they knew this agreement was going to expire mm-hmm. and they could have gotten out in front of it but you know it's a little bit of sh- i feel like there might be a little bit of showmanship a little oh, bit of stagecraft definitely. there's definitely and it's about getting people that. excited for the season in a way and you, you act like oh we might not be able to get it to happen or we might not be able to sign freddie freeman but then last minute uh everything oh, yay, comes- yeah exactly out we, worked out. Yay, we are gonna right have heavy. baseball mm-hmm. and then the season tickets just churn so I, you know, I, I'm not worried about it in the least. I think they're just delaying spring training, working out their uh, their agreement, and then we'll get started. Yeah. And I think they they would be fools to not let the season start on time. and'm I'm, I'm right here to say I guarantee you the season will start on time.
5: I don't. Buddy, I don't man, care lady. what they do if they let Freddie go. I'm going a, a wherever Freddie's going. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a Braves fan for the rest of my life, but I'm a, I'm gonna be cheering Freddie on wherever. Yeah.
1: He oh yeah, goes I think yeah. Yeah. everybody. I think everybody would say that. Well, this. I think it's he's good. gonna resign. I think that I the do Braves, too. they sold their entire. They're the only team that still own their entire minor league system. Yeah. And then they in the middle of all this, that some people didn't notice, but they uh, they sold their all their teams in the minor leagues. And I think that was to generate cash to resign Freddie. So I think that's going to des- happen. He too.
5: deserves it, man. He deserves. He's car- he's carried the team on his back for too many years. At Through this a point, full you know. rebuild. Yep. And yeah. and then now a World Series. Yeah, I mean it, That's a lot. Chipper did it. Yeah. And, and and now you're watching Freddie do it. You yeah. know, and there'll be more that do it after Freddie. But but I th- I think uh, give credit where credits due. Pay the man here here. Lock him up for another ten or eleven years or or whatever th- that he can do and. And let him let him retire here in Atlanta. You know he deserves it,
1: man. And it's good for their brand. It's good for the Braves to do that. They of need another. It is. They need another uh, face on the statue there. Yeah, so, yeah. and then another thing I would say is, you know, the Braves won the World Series without Ronald Acuna Jr., arguably the best player in baseball, and Mike uh, Soroka for that matter. And he was out, and oh then God, and, and, and they didn't have that, and they didn't yeah. have. And now we're going to come back with the DH. Right, and yeah. you're going to have somebody in that role, maybe Ozuna, m- maybe, and you're going to have Acuna back with the team, and you're going to get Freeman back. I mean, I'm looking at back-to-back. That's why I asked earlier because I'm looking at back-to-back World Series. Well, yeah,
5: I, I think I, I definitely think that's a possibility because I forgot about the DH thing. Ronald is back. Resign, Freddie. Done. We're yeah. World Series champions, buddy. Don't. I got to tell you, and, yeah. and if, if Soroka if Soroka comes back, it's over. Flip with. Flip the switch,
0: yeah, dude. I right. love it. I can't wait to see it, and uh, I just want to tell you how much we appreciate you dropping by again. You know, yeah, it's absolutely. the second time you've come in and, and taking the time to do that, and I hope you'll come back again. And maybe let's get to a uh, a Braves game together, and hopefully, be able to see you at the next Atlanta show. Absolutely, that man. That it'd be wait, so thank you so much, guys. So what so
1: about much. one more song to play us out? What do you think? You might uh, close. You got one more in you. So one last song from our friend Jacob Bryant here on the Braves Country Podcast.
4: When I'm gone, don't bring me pretty flowers. Don't sit and cry for me at my tombstone. Come and visit me in the midnight hours with your party on. Just think of me and recall all the good times. Bring your memories and a bottle of old Jim Beam. Take a swiggy, the haunted honky-tonk moonshines Then remember me Now pour whiskey on my grave Let it seep into my bones Have a drink with me Even when I'm gone I'll do the same for you If you'll do the same for me Let's turn it up and take a shot, won't you set my spirit free? But don't forget the promise that you made, pour whiskey on my grave. My time's up, don't let the good times be gone. Let me still go out like I wanted to go Kicking it up and drinking with my boots on With a rebel soul Now pour whiskey on my grave Let it seep into my bones Have a drink with me Even when I'm gone I'll do the same for you if you'll do the same for me. Let's turn it up and take a shot. Won't you set my spirit free? But don't forget the promise that you made. Y'all pull whiskey on my grave. And this would be the part where my
5: extremely talented guitar player goes. Guitar solo right there, yeah, yeah, Mr. Jarrett Johnson.
4: (laughs) When I'm gone, don't bring me pretty flowers, and don't shed a tear for me at my tombstone. Just come and visit me in the midnight hours with your party on. That right there is
0: stout, (laughs) buddy. I got to tell you, it is uh, so good to hear you. It's so good to see you. And it's so good to uh, be able to wish you congratulations on your visit to the Opry. All the success, the two million streams of your album, Barstool Preacher. And I want you to uh, to go and check out Jacob's music as well, jacobbrightmusic.com. Uh, check out his socials, uh, same at Jacob Bryant Music, and uh, want to tell you thanks so much for uh, joining us here on the Thank Atlanta you, Braves Ra- Radio Network care, and uh, and bringing a guitar and playing it. Man, you play it like
1: nobody else does. I don't know now, about that. Now, <laughs> when the, now, when these singles blow up on the radio, you're still going to come back and see us later oh, this yeah. year, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, you yeah. promise? Okay, yeah. yeah I think he, I think he will. I think he'll be here.
0: I wow. think there's some good stuff coming your way. Thanks again, bud. Thank All you, the brother. best. God bless you. God bless you. Right. Thank you, Jacob Bryant. Thank you. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar. Best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994. Located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue, Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's.
1: The Brave's Country Podcast supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherds Men. Check out the warrioralliance.com and shepherdsmen.com for more info, resources, and how to get involved. That's the and the shepherdsmen.com. The Brave's Country Podcast would like to thank all of our veterans.
2: minimum balance required. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern.
0: If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk.
1: Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com horizonscreening.com.